0: I'm going to draft a running back. I'm sorry, Mum and
1: Dad. The Dropback, with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns-Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson.
2: Hello, and welcome back. The drop back NFL show here on Brit Balling and Sam Lewis, and joined by the boys Matt Burns peak and Stan Wilson. How are you both doing, fellas? Fantastic, good, Louis. Yeah, I mean, we are now at this point of the off season. Unfortunately, we don't have a whole lot of news mm. discussing other than player X is looking sharp in training camp or player Y looks better than ever. Post industry um, injury, other than Matt's new obsession with Tim Tebow looking quote swole in training. Hey, let me let me try and
0: get this picture up
2: because he. This is a lot of man. If I can get this to work, like,
0: god damn it, Tim Tebow looks like a strong dude.
2: Nice. Now we've all yeah. got to watch Matt's struggles with technology. Oh, here, here we, we go. go. See, look at that. That dude has been gymming. I mean, That's had a lot to- of arm. He's had to do something for the last seven years. He's, he's looking big, though, to be fair. He's Look looking ch- chunky, blocking without gloves. No
0: gloves needed for this dude. As a thick boy,
1: he's a very thick boy.
0: That is a thick boy. I mean, the it thick. still
1: doesn't take, it doesn't take away from the fact that he's still not tall enough to play tight end, but I mean, I guess it kind of helps him. He, he hey, could be low like man wins water. on the line.
0: Low man does win on the line.
1: Uh, that, that'll be why you find those 5'11 left tackles.
2: I like right, but, but I mean, we've got some sort of NFL adjacent sort of news with the match after Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning last year is having another iteration this time. It's Tom Brady teaming again with Phil Mickelson against Aaron Rodgers, who doesn't seem too keen on football at the moment. And Bryson DeChambeau, who I've never heard of before, but apparently is just an absolute windup merchant.
0: Love it love a bit of shithousery. I mean I'm, I'm I'm we're very new to the world of golf beef but I'm I'm all for people winding
2: each other up for no reason. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, Tom Brady learning how to use memes on Twitter is one of the best things to actually have happened this off season.
0: 100%. Yeah, it's
1: what it's one thing that we can get behind of like no matter the sport other people winding each other up for no reason like it's just it's fantastic stuff. You love to see it whichever game it's in.
2: Yeah, Deshambe bringing up replying with an old Deflategate meme. So hopefully it just heats up as we get closer and closer to the event and they're actually gunning for each other once they're on the course which would be a, a way to make me actually watch golf I suppose
0: that would be so sick I also I also am enjoying how like this whole Aaron Rodgers offseason has been like full of drama and stuff and he's just fucked off to, to Hawaii and he's having a way of a time like as if it's just he's just completely non-plussed if it, it seems like with whatever whatever's going on in Green Bay he's just like I'm gonna play golf and play some guitar
2: Chill yeah, out with my sing,
0: buddies.
2: Sing to a bit of he Taylor got, Swift. Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah.
1: a man bun too now, which I'm I'm all for as well.
2: He gave a he man bun having... by the time the season starts, Dan.
1: No, he's got one already.
2: No, are you? Me? I, do I don't think I could do that, you know.
1: sure if my hair is compatible actually. with the old man bun, look.
2: Uh, believe in yourself, mate. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he's done some sort of interview, but not really anything we didn't know. He's like, yeah, it's nothing the players who love Jordan Love, but the front office, yeah, fuck them boys which is we basically, basically the essence. Yeah.
0: We knew that was the situation beforehand. He didn't it would have been a, a shock if he'd come out and gone like I hate Jordan Love. Like that would have been weird like everyone knew the situation was that Guntikin is like public enemy number 1 for our, for Rogers at the moment and
2: yeah, I mean yeah. I wouldn't have expected him to be anti-Love because he was in the exact same position when it was at the beginning of his career. So he's got to have a bit of sympathy for Love, but hmm. It was quite amusing that the top five targets for the Green Bay Packers, none of which showed up to OTAs, which is worrisome. If you're a Packers fan, I'm guessing, yeah, it's just a bit Packers.
1: worrisome. Yeah, I mean it is OTAs, so we can't really like, read into it too much. But yeah, it is a bit worrying. Yeah, the fact that all top five of them haven't turned up—not mm. not just like maybe one or two—it's it's all five of them. So I would be a uh, concerned if I was a Packers fan.
2: Yep. Okay. I mean, in terms of NFL news, that that pretty much sums it up. Tebow's looking big and Rogers is, <laughs> is in Hawaii and about to play Tom Brady at golf. So hopefully we've got a bit more drama for you next week. So for the rest of the show, what we're going to be doing is a live draft of basically franchise cornerstones. If you were starting a new franchise today, which players would you want to be picking to build around? And no quarterbacks, because otherwise those are going to be the only picks and you're going to trade the rest of them away for more pieces. So we did a a poll at the beginning and I'm gonna go first because oh, they well, think I'm cheating. Shock.
0: Of course. I'm, I'm gonna randomly assign the order guys. Oh no, I've come out first and Matt's last. Who has seen this coming? You done? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you got any more complaints there, Matt? Probably. I'll keep them
1: <laughs> I can imagine you'd have many more.
2: All right, okay. So first of all, first pick in the draft. If we can't go quarterback, the next most important thing as a franchise being able to get after a quarterback, which is why I'm doubling down on my first pick from the last live draft we did, which was about Hunger Games. And I'm going to go with Miles Garrett, who's been a consistent weapon since he entered the league. Mm-hmm. 10 sacks each, over 10 sacks each of his years, apart from his rookie year where he got seven, and is pretty good against the run as well. Stan, I saw a face there. Have you got an issue with this one?
1: I don't know. I think Miles Garrett, I've never really thought of him as sort of like a, like a top 10 kind of player in that sort of respect. Like it may, Whoa. I mean, it makes sense, but
0: that's he- that's t- helmet punching talk, buddy. Yeah.
2: I mean, the age was a factor. I would have was tempted to go Aaron Donald, but he's 30. And if we're looking at this, like, right, this is five years of the franchise you've got to be set up for. How many years of absolute dominance does Donald have left? The oh, other right. one I was thinking about was Chase Young, but I it's one oh. season I'd struggle to go with Chase Young first overall.
1: Chase Young would be a cool pick, but I understand number one overall—that's a bit, a bit rich. Yeah, bit, bit, yeah, a bit, yeah a bit too far for Chase Young. Just at this point in his career, anyway. All right.
2: So was it Matt next? No, Matt was, Matt was last, wasn't no, it? Was was last? it it's well, me. Don't so, wind me up next time.
1: So we're picking someone who we think we can rely on consistently for our franchise. He's going to be there, solid. I want to go Justin Jefferson here. I think he had an absolutely incredible rookie season. I
0: don't hate that at all. He's
1: that's... His own, that's the, This is the tip of the iceberg with him. What we saw was a groundbreaking season from him. One of the best rookie wide receivers ever had. And that's just his rookie season. And he's playing with like, Kirk Cousins is a good QB, but imagine if he was playing with a QB, like, I don't know, like a proper franchise QB, something like Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, one of those calibre of QBs. If he had one of those QBs, he would be just ridiculous and out of this world especially with the fact that he's going to be better trained he's gonna have better skills and he's just gonna be more like acclimatized the lfl environment
2: so this, what is it that makes you go jefferson over either i don't know, a tyreek killer or Stefan diggs or maybe like an aj brown he's only 23.
1: Uh, well, aj brown could be a pick but i prefer um, justin jefferson as a player to aj brown i think jefferson's more versatile
0: i like it i think it's good makes sense Mm. You, uh, uh, I'm not, not I'm not
2: sold on that, but first overall I don't know. I think first overall receiver, how much depth there is at receiver. I know, I don't know. It's a, it's a little bit it's, rich for me, but so that's why it's, it's your I'm team, starting
1: not a mine. I'm starting a franchise though. I'm not I'm not gonna want to pick like someone like Tyreek Hill I think he's a great player. And if I was drafting a team to play now, then yeah, sure. But if I'm starting a franchise, I want someone young and I want someone who's already like a top five at their position. So Justin Jefferson.
2: Whoa, he's... Justin Jefferson top five at the position already. Holy oh, gosh. Wow. Whoa. That is a a bold claim. Can I take
1: a guess at what Matt's pick's going to be?
2: Tua. You can, you can have He's going to go Tua. I know it's my, no, no it's No, no, it's not.
1: It's, it's going to be Derek Henry.
0: Ha! <laughs> you funny. I think it'll be Derek Henry. He's not Joe. <laughs>
1: That's true. <laughs> I think I'm
0: not president of the running backs committee.
1: <laughs>
0: However, I am going to pick something that is to do with the run game. I'm going to go with Quentin Nelson so I can just punch guys in the mouth for the rest for the next 10 years nice, nice. my own line set yeah top oh, yeah, five Laura, in position if we're going by that that like rationale then yeah quentin nelson Easy fantastic
1: money. i think you can't go wrong with that
2: no quentin nelson's great but he's only 25 still as well mm, he do you see the stat that he's got as many sacks allowed as he does at all pro selections that
1: is fantastic. that's fantastic i great. love little stats like that it's like larry fitzgerald and his tackles and dropped catches stat it's just
2: i don't yeah. know Speaking of which, I didn't know that Larry Fitzgerald wasn't on a roster at the moment.
1: No, he's um he's
2: a free agent. Do you think he gets on a team, or do you think he probably requires uh, retires quietly over the summer?
1: Um, he could resign for Cardinals. Retire. He um he's contemplating retirement. He doesn't made a decision yet, but I don't know. I think he will. I don't think there's really a place on this for him on this Cardinals team anymore with um Rondell Moore and Christian Kirk in the slot.
2: Yeah, I mean, That's he gives you it gives you a different sort of weapon for those two. That if you yeah. need like four yards, you can send him, and he's going to. Body I love DB.
1: I love, I love him like I love him to death. But I just think, move on, old man. I, no, that's, that's too rude. I, I wouldn't say that to Larry. <laughs> I love Larry, but he's slow. He's, his hands are still there. Like, everything physically to do with his game is still there. It's just he's not, he's not really quick enough to separate that way anymore. And I don't know. We got, we got more, and we got Rondell Moore to play the slot
2: now. So yeah, I don't think
0: he's got anything to prove. I think he's just right off into the sunset as a
2: NFL legend, really. Yeah. It would be nice if they'd had a bit more success over his last few years. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know they. Was it the NFC Championship you got to with the AU Carson Palmer? I think that it was, was. Yeah, that was, was back when N- the Panthers went to the Super Bowl, wasn't it? Weird
1: it was either NFC Championship or it was the Divisional Round because um or or something like that because um Carson Palmer got injured and then we just couldn't make it any further because yeah. Carson Palmer was injured.
2: Fair enough. Uh, mm-hmm. Matt, your second bit. We'll do this in a snake order. Are oh, we snaking it? We're snaking it. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I'm going to go Nick Bosa.
0: Ooh. I, I would have gone for Nick a... Bosa
1: over, over Miles Garrett. Would you? Mm-hmm.
0: I know the, the lack of an ACL is a concern at this point. <laughs> that was that was the contributing
2: factor, I mean, to be honest with you.
0: If When that guy's healthy, he is outrageously good at killing QBs and... Yeah, I mean for I think we've I've seen enough. I think we've all seen enough from Nick Bosa to know that he's a top pass rusher in this league when healthy. So he's still young. I'm gonna bank on him that he's gonna overcome the injury trouble. And uh yeah. I've got I've sorted an O line piece, I've sorted a pass rush piece. I think you're fucked.
1: <laughs> I love your um, I love your optimism.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. All right, Stan, who are you going for?
1: I I'm, I'm I don't know here. I was going to go for Quinn Nelson at this pick. I'm no, thinking. I should have we, gone for if,
2: it first. That if if a, we're going
1: based on, if we're going based on, yeah, you could have got Miles Garrett here easily. Mm. If we're going based on projections of what players could be and them being raw talents right now, part of me wants to pick Penaceur here. I'll go as for it, a, mate. Go with as you. As youth. Pure raw. Seen him,
2: he hasn't played a damn snap. Well, how how after all the talk you said pre-draft, how are you going Seol over? It's, the a place, it's a projection. It's a projection. Oh, that is crazy! It's a projection. It's a projection. That's why Oof, I don't know what to trust with you anymore.
1: His ceiling's higher than his ceiling is higher than Slater's, and I've said that all along. Maybe, maybe I should wait to the next pick and go for TJ Watt at, as my second round pick.
2: Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a nice little pick go,
1: there. I think yeah, T. I'll go TJ Watt, and then I know none of your picks yours, so I'll just go see your next round. Yeah, uh,
2: picks your picks your picks you. I'm tempted, but I mean. If we want a young, younger left tackle, not as young as Sewell, obviously, but he's still got at least seven years, I reckon. I'm gonna go Ronnie Stanley.
1: Oh, that's a pick
2: from the Baltimore Ravens. Do not. Arguably, contrast, one, I mean, let's protect the blind side of whichever QB we get now. Ronnie Stanley, arguably one of the top left tackles in the league right now, and you'll get a full, what, another contract out of him. He's good enough to force Orlando Brown to not even get a look in at left tackle and have to look elsewhere. So. I don't have any qualms going for Ronnie Stanley. And am I? do I get another go here? It is, yeah. You can snakey. do whatever you want anyway. It's snake, snake, snake. You're right, so I've sorted out the beginnings of a line there. I think I'm set there for a little while. What I'm going to do now is sort out the back end of the defense here. And we all know it's it's a pass-heavy league. And you need someone that can shut down any number one receiver in the game. And I think there's only one cornerback that can do that, no matter who you put him up against now. And that's Jalen Ramsey.
1: Oh, fantastic player. I love it. Th-
2: I think he's head and shoulders above, I don't know, the next best corner in the league. It's not a slight against any of the other corners. It's just how good Jalen Ramsey is. So good. He's you, such do you realize a good with, with how you've teased that, Joe's going to spend the whole of that
0: pick thinking you're going Marlon Humphrey until you say. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Well, I hope that's the case. <laughs> jo- Joe, I hope you really suffered for that. But What, de- what delayed nibs? Uh... <laughs> Surely he can't think that was Marlon Humphrey going in.
1: Who he can't. He does love love a little bit of Marlon Humphrey, but he's not delusional. Let's be real here. Come on, yeah. uh,
2: uh, Humphrey's good uh, Ramsey's so great as well. It's not just his ability to shut down the passing game; he's so physical in the run game as well that there's not really a whole weakness. Plus, I love him just absolutely chatting shit to people, so mm. it's a it's double funny. win there. And I think we're back to Matt. No, standing. No, isn't it's it? back
1: to me again. Don't you? Uh, don't you steal my pick? Um, bit of turmoil mm. here again. I'm. Th- I'm not. I've now just realised that George Kittle's still available. Hmm. And George Kittle's still very young, and we've already seen him in the NFL. We know he's a top player at his position, just a top weapon in general. So, I'm gonna lock it in. I'm gonna go George Kittle here, tight oh. end of, of um, Stan's unnamed franchise.
2: Damn, that I hoped he would slip a bit. I was gambling a bit that he'd have lasted till the fourth round, but he, he's just—he gives you so much physicality in the run game, as well as being an elite weapon that—that. That, I don't know. There's no real one really comparable to him there. So if you if you want a projection, your options is hit hits really as a tight end project, projection. But Kittle's 27, so yeah, he's got another few great years in him.
1: I reckon he could play. He can play longer than most people as well because at the end of the day, he could just he could just play as like a blocking tight end, which is something he excels at anyway. So even once his his next contract after this one's done, he's still going to stick around. I reckon he could play till he's like 30, 35, thirty five, thirty
2: six. Mm. Who was your last round pick against, Dan? Sorry, um, TJ
1: Watt. TJ Watt. Yeah, TJ Watt.
2: Yeah. All right. So Strong. George Kittle goes there, and is it age that separates him from Kelsey, or is it just his ability to age. run block as well as?
1: I think his age and his ability in the run game as well. He's a two-dimensional tight end, which is something we love to see.
0: And plus you can sell you loads of dope wrestling like weekend packages and stuff if you're starting a
2: new, a new franchise.
0: Yeah, great
1: wrestling. great locker room guy.
0: Great commercial guy.
2: <laughs> Alright, so that leaves us with Matt again. Who are you going for? Uh, first
0: pick, I'm going to go Darius Leonard. Simply because he's... In because he's pick,
1: Darius Leonard. <laughs>
0: because he's Darius Leonard. In my opinion, he's the best linebacker in the league. So thank you very much. Join the fun group. And then for my second pick... Um, I'm a little bit torn between going for a DB or a wide receiver here. To be honest, um, although there is another player that's now springing to, to mind as a game changer on offense, but it, it goes against everything we've ever said about drafting.
1: Is it Christian McCaffrey?
0: It's Christian McCaffrey.
1: It's either him or Aaron Jones. It can't be anyone else. Like,
0: I mean, Saquon Barkley also plays football, bro. But yeah, um... but he
1: doesn't. He's not a pass catcher. In what? the same way that, in the I same like, way that McCaffrey,
0: no, um, he's a good, that's...
1: he's a pass catcher, but not in the same way that Christian McCaffrey is. You can't compare the two.
2: What in the I same way know, I... they both get two hands on the ball and then run with it.
1: In the pass game, I think McCaffrey's a different beast.
2: I don't know. I think you're underselling Saquon there. I think he's just as capable in the pass game. It's, Maybe I. Am. It's Maybe we should finest. Him, Kamara, and McCaffrey like the three that you would feel comfortable with like lining up all over the slot. And Aaron back, yeah, Reynolds? he can. Put... Uh, yeah, maybe him as well, but I I don't know. I think it's un- I think because Saquon is so big, you think that he can't. But
1: no, I just mm-hmm. know that McCaffrey's done it and done it better than him consistently and done it for an entire season.
2: My thing with Saquon is the
0: injury history as well. Like he's been banged up from having to be the be the Giants' offense for several years. Um, so I'm, I am I am going to go Leonard, and then I am going to go McCaffrey. I'm going to draft a running back. I'm sorry, mum and dad. I mean, are they listening? I just, it's not, it's not what we've spoken about. It's not, it's not yeah. how you
2: draft. Analytics people hate him, but he doesn't care. He takes running backs and linebackers early.
0: <laughs>
2: you love it.
1: I love to see it. Um, so,
2: what is it about Leonard that separated himself from everyone else and made you take a linebacker that early? I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like we've seen enough from Leonardson. Like the side-to-side
0: speed, the the fact that he's good in coverage, the fact that he is a sure tackler. Like he's just solid at everything, and he's young, and he's he's someone that can be a leader as well on defense. So I mean, I think he just he ticks all the boxes for what you want in a sure-fire home run pick for a, for a linebacker. I think.
2: Fair enough, um, Stan. That leaves us with you. Your second last pick.
1: My second to last pick, well, I'm going to go cornerback here. I'm either going to go for Jair Alexander or Javion Howard.
2: That is only one.
1: <laughs> and because of his ball skills and because of Matt's presence, I'm going to go for Xavier Howard. Out of Miami or from Miami, he's joining Stan's unnamed franchise.
0: It's just such a good pick.
1: <sighs> do, you, do you want to explain the pick for me, Matt?
0: I don't think I have to. I think you just have to look at his inception numbers and then they they go, yeah, he's literally amazing.
1: He's literally amazing. Welcome to the team.
2: There you go. Lock it so, in, Chomper. So, wait, so it was at the ball skills then that separated him from Alexander?
1: Yeah, I I, I love Jair Alexander. I think he's a fantastic player. Same with Marshawn Lattimore. But with and Howard, he's just got he's got better ball skills. He's got better field for the game in zone coverage. Like, those two, two other guys, lockdown man corners, I'd leave them out on an island any day of the week and I'd feel comfortable with that. But the <laughs> thing is, you can do that with Howard as well. But then he also offers you the versatility in the zone game as well to be an elite defender at that in that aspect of the game as well, and that just that separates him from me as well. Yeah, he gets yeah. the I ball mean, and he he turns the ball over. Even force fumbles as well. He just he gets that ball out.
2: So, so you're, you're you you for football? Yeah, yeah, you're you're happy to overlook the occasional sort of whiff trying to get the ball. The the turnovers that he does, they, can, it
1: they, they cancel it They cancel out though, don't they? More than cancels it out. I think like an occasional whiff compared to either a pick six turnover, just big momentum players like that that can swing a game. You're going to get more boom plays than bust plays from Howard
0: yeah for sure he's an upside guy he's that a lot yeah. as well he's improved that consistency which I think mm. validates especially last season
2: yeah I mean it's one of the things with Howard it's almost like you've got it built in your head that oh he's going to occasionally whiff on something but he doesn't do it as much anymore to be fair there aren't those mm. videos of him falling backwards trying to reach a ball because he thought it was being a cutout yeah.
1: he, he's no Colton yeah. Davis.
2: Stan, you've got such a hatred for Carlton Davis. It's mad.
1: It was just he just got absolutely just ruined by the Chiefs last season in the um in the regular season. I've just never been able to look at him the same way. <laughs> it was just that first quarter they literally like Aaron targeted the absolute shit out of him and just by like the
2: fact that they played since and he had a really good game. Mm-hmm.
1: I know, but the fact that he got exposed like that, it was ju- it was just embarrassing. Like the entire first quarter <laughs> was just as, as someone who's played corner before, I was like. That's, that's, it's cr- it was cringeworthy. Oh,
2: good. Yeah. I'll say that. So, my last two picks, I'm surprised Jair Alexander is still on the board here. He was my number yeah. two corner. So I'm surprised, But
1: Wait, You made a draft board?
2: No, but I'm just saying those are the three I wrote down and the order I had was yeah, Alexander <laughs> a lot, Howard. A lot of free time. A lot of free time. I don't <laughs> do anything right now. I'm supposed to be prepping for a dissertation, but you know what? It's all backseat kind of stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's June, September. You'll be fine. I'll be fine. It's a fired. dissertation on
2: draft boards. Exactly. So that would, that would actually be quite a good dissertation. Actually, that would be so analysis good. of like groupthink and, and draft boards and that sort of thing. Pitch it. Pitch maybe, it, I it. Cha- maybe I should change. Maybe change my. Um, I'm not. No, group... we're not doing this again, Stan. Group <laughs> group bad, th- groupthink in the media and how it affects draft boards. Brilliant. You're not doing. I'm not watching you rewrite a dissertation the night before for a second time. It wouldn't, be the, it wouldn't be the night before. It'd be, what, a couple of months before? It's fine. Lateral <laughs> stress. Either, either have, way. You would have
1: to watch it this time.
2: I would have Facetime him just to wind him up. <laughs> it would work. Okay, so I think having Ramsey means I don't need to take another corner now, so I'm a bit satisfied there. So what I'm going to do is shore up the other side of the offensive line and take Tristan Wirfs from the Tampa Bay okay. Buccaneers.
0: Interesting.
1: Really? Wirfs? I think he's a great player, but it was if we're going projections. Him... I still, okay. I still liked Will's. I still like Jedrick Will's over him from that draft class.
2: Really? I don't know. I think some projections, but also the fact that he was pretty dominant last year.
1: He was dominant. I won't take that away from me. He did polish up as well. The, his flaws from when he was playing at
2: college. You know what? Actually, I've forgotten someone that I'm going to go with ahead, and that's Ryan Ramcheck out the New Orleans Saints. Who shout is out. shout? So I'll go with him because he can play right tackle. 100%. If we got a real, if we got a real issue with Stanley that he goes down, he can swing over play left tackle just as well. Ramchick he's...
1: is so underrated; it's criminal. He's just gets forgetting yeah. about because he's on that Saints O line. They're just they're just consistently good, so no one pays attention a to him. Great unit, them.
2: yeah. Yeah, he has been dominant since he entered the league, and I think that having those two on the line, having Stanley on one side, Ramchick on the other, that's a nice little start for whoever comes in at quarterback. And the second pick, I think we am going to go back end again. And, right, so I've got three options here. And I'm all right speaking out because, well, it doesn't matter because I've got no other pick. So it's between Chris Jones to get a dominant interior defensive lineman. Yeah. Okay. Minka Fitzpatrick. Ooh. Or, see, if it was an injury issue, I'd have gone Derwin James and I'd have run for the fucking hills because... <laughs>
0: yeah that is Mm. so true that he's it's so frustrating with dervin james because he's such a good player but he just can't stay healthy
2: he is Um, at the same time i could go receiver uh but I'm, i'm aware i've got no offensive skill position players as of yet but with only five could be a problem could be a problem i'm trying to think which is harder to find either a of those four three positions that d lineman a safety that can do it all or a receiver and i think there's probably less of those safeties in the league
1: yeah definitely it's it's so hard to find a rangy safety who can
2: like affect the game in multiple on multiple levels so the question has to be how concerned are you about the injury history of derwin james and can you settle for only three out of five seasons and i'm not sure i can I think the way that Minka Fitzpatrick has basically turned into a dominant four since he's moved to the Steelers and is like, oh, play me my actual position, I'll be good, I promise. I was like, oh, yeah, he's an all-pro if you play him there. That that, that actually works. So I'm going to go Minka Fitzpatrick to round out my team. Um, with him, So if you got him and Jalen Ramsey in the secondary, I mean, good luck passing the ball is what I'm going to say. Sorted. Yeah. Sorted. Not bad. My
1: last pick is not going to be Panaceo. I've just I've remembered someone that I actually do have it's written down. Wirth. It's not <laughs> Tristan Wirfs. No, I've got so I've got a name written down here that I completely forgot about. No and I'm what. surprised he hasn't been picked already. Fred Warner, San yeah, Francisco a... 49ers, inside yeah. linebacker, phenomenal player, well worthy of a top five pick in this draft, phenomenal talent, can play the game in Against the pass, against the run, he's versatile, does it all. what you need an inside linebacker.
2: Yeah. So, I've how got old that is I've got it can't be that old, can't be more than that, 24, 25.
1: Yeah, he was a third round pick a couple of seasons ago, so it can't be that yeah. old. I'll
2: find yeah. out for you. Yeah, twenty-four. He will be twenty-five and, part yo. way through this season. See so, yeah, he it was between him and Leonard for me at um middle linebacker. I just thought I'd Rather have some other position shored up if you're going into the team, it's like I would rather have an elite corner or elite safety than a top end linebacker. It's just my personal preference. You got to make sacrifices when you only got five you players. You do, that's fair enough.
0: Yeah, I like that. He's a baller. Um, he is a baller. Oh, I'm trying to think where to go with this one. To be honest, there's a few sort of names popping around.
1: No, there's
2: <laughs> Salvin Ackman, I think still available is Jakeem Grant still on the board? I <laughs> um I can't believe Jakeem Grant's fallen this far, it's that <laughs>
1: Yeah, especially with Matt on the stream. Jesus.
2: Plus he's a um, double threat. You can you you can use him in your return game as well. Yeah, he's a threat to the opposition. He's and he's a threat to your own stress levels because he drops so many passes. Um, maybe you go kicker here, get some points on the board. I think you got
0: it, don't you, Jason just kicking the Um I think Matt no. Hawk's
1: still available as well. <laughs>
0: but in all seriousness um i'm going to probably go receiver um i'm going to go with a dude who i just i don't understand how he's so big and yet so fast and yeah. if he keeps developing like if he if he keeps developing into yeah. the player that i think he can be i mean he was running almost olympic times this off season. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go DK um, Metcalf as my cornerstone wide receiver for the new franchise. I think he is someone who will can has grown into and will continue to be a dominant wide receiver that you can throw it up to or can take the top of a defense.
1: Yeah, he's he's developed very well. I think he's been sneaky good last season as well. Mate. Maybe went slightly under the radar under some people's radars. This year in fantasy, he could end up being like a top three round pick potentially.
0: I mean, I know it's the off season, so it'd be Wait, top three
1: rounds. Yeah, in the top three rounds. If you if you're playing in like a ten man league or something like that, I don't, I, don't think
2: it get, I don't think it gets out of top two rounds. To be honest with you. Ooh, DK Metcalf, nah. Should have taken them, bro. Um.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's the off season. We, we've got to predict that someone has a. uh so you've got to predict that someone has like a breakout year. So I'm going to predict DK Metcalf has a big. Did he have a breakout
2: year. year last year?
0: Yeah, he's going to break out even more. It's going to be the breakout year from the breakout year. Breakout exception.
1: So just being a consistently perennially good player, then.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I think this is this season he'll he'll start to enter that top seven, top
2: five receiver conversation. I mean if Justin Jefferson's already a top five receiver nailed on, you've got to imagine that DK Metcalf is as well.
1: Oh, True. very funny. You watch watch the film. I think he's I think he's up there, honestly. He's a fantastic receiver. <laughs>
2: yeah. I yeah mean, it's no beef against Jefferson. I think just to be a top five player, you've got to have a little bit more. You've said watch the film, but I think you've got to have a little bit more film to watch than one season. That's fair. Um I think as well, like for me, it's,
0: it's it's thinking about the players that you would say are locked in as top five receivers who are um, like Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins, for example. I think Julio Jones is going to be, well, he's probably going to be traded next week. Um, and he's, he's starting on that decline journey. I think DeAndre Hopkins could, we could start to see that as well soon. So I think we're starting to see the new, the sort of new guard emerge. And I think it will be Jefferson and Metcalf as two of the, the key receivers in that.
1: Hey, Hopkins is still in his prime right now. I wouldn't draft him because because he's getting on a little bit, but I think he's still in his absolute prime.
2: Yeah, yeah I'd say like yeah. Hopkins has still got a few, definitely a few more years of top-level play. I, but you're yeah. right. I mean, if you're drafting this looking at five years, like how old yeah. is Hopkins now? It must be 29. It's it's a similar reason why I didn't look really look at Devonta Adams because yeah. as, good, as good as he is now, I'm not sure you'd want him for another five years over some of these younger guys.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's understandable.
2: I mean, if we if we are looking at projection because we do have the time, who would you pick out? If you've got so Matt, we'll start with you. If you have to pick someone from this current draft to join this team now that you've created, no quarterbacks. Hmm. <sighs> <laughs> um. Sorry, I am aware. I'm I'm putting you on the spot a little bit here, but
1: yeah, there's, there's no prep here. This is this is all candid thoughts.
0: Uh, I feel like, is this is this based on who I've already drafted as well, or just a clean yeah, slate? Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> good. Yeah, in that case, I'm going to take uh,
2: Penny, will fill out that O line. Stan is livid. Stan's like, Stan, who no, still I... hasn't taken an O lineman.
1: Haven't taken an O lineman. I could,
0: I don't You're know. I line up saloon doors, mate.
1: I feel like you can pick up, like, I mean, I have to end up picking average O lineman, aren't I? Yeah. But... I mean, Kyle Pitts is there. I could go for two tight ends, or Ooh. Kyle Pitts. Pitts, Kyle Pitts, and George Kittle would be absolutely immense. We've got Jalen Phillips still available as well.
0: Jalen Phillips
2: is a baller.
1: I hope. Yeah, Jam- Jamar <laughs> Chase, Jalen Waddle.
2: Jalen um Jalen Phillips is one of those that we've heard a lot of um off season, you know, training camp stories about already. How he looks like a monster and is always always aggressive. It's like. Yeah, he sure. should be. He's a D lineman. Is the game <laughs> starting
1: to slow down for him as well? Not quite oh, yet. He's, he's still a first-year player. Thing. He's yeah. learned the playbook. Wow. He just wants to do yeah, a good
0: job for second his That's the second-year one, Stan. He just wants to do a good job for his teammates.
1: Okay, so for development player, injury
2: history? It, it's, all, you've all, it's up to you, mate, isn't it? In, so,
0: oh,
1: so we're taking considering,
0: into They're consideration.
2: The past has happened to
1: them. I've already, I've already taken a corner. I'm going to. Uh, this is tough. This is very tough. You put me on the spot here.
0: You put me more on the spot. On, on the spot.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, at least have I've had a few minutes to kind of like semi-plan, but not really at the same and time. I Think how I much think... of
2: these these players you spend your time watching over the off season already. That's true. Like you've right, watched Kyle a lot Pitts. of film.
1: I have. I'm gonna go Kyle Pitts just because he's Kyle Pitts. Fair enough. That's that's all I need to say. It. Yeah, not
0: going to argue with taking a tight end ridiculously best
1: hard. Best player available. If I picked Mike Gasicki in that draft, you wouldn't be complaining.
2: <laughs> I said I'm not complaining, Stan. Cole. Uh, so, uh, does that mean I can finally take a receiver and just go to Jamal Chase then? Yeah, go for it. Well nice. done you, slew I bet you feel really proud of yourself. I'm not that proud of myself because I messed up and didn't manage to take quentin nelson i really i I really should have gone that 1st that you goofed it i did goof it but at least i didn't take a running back and a linebacker back to back hey you'll find out you'll find out all about them when our franchises play each other what these these six aside players
0: two of which are by the (laughs) linemen christian mccaffrey's gonna score one on the ground and score one in the air and then give you the middle finger on the (laughs) sideline I feel like
1: that, that would be the most un-Christian McCaffrey move ever. Just
2: like his GM. Of those, <laughs> I, I made a note of all the teams that passed on me and it was Stan and it was Sam.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine Derek Henry did that on the side-on after stiff, stiff-arming someone just like following up with the middle finger. Yeah. I
2: thought
1: that would be pretty... He'd, he'd, no, get fined this, he'd, get, he'd get fined millions for that by the NFL, but it would be 100%. It'd be to them, so I worth I it though. Yeah.
2: I, I don't know, I think it depends on who it's against and sort of what game it is? Because it's just like week four. Like- Jalen
1: Ramsey. If it's on Jalen Ramsey in the Super Bowl and he palms be... him off and then just flips. Yeah, the that, that would that would end end probably
2: be worth it. In fact, I can imagine that the Titans owner would just cover that fee if he did that in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think so as well. It just well, it'd be amazing. Be that.
0: It A good amazing. celebration makes an iconic play so much better as well. Like how good is the beast Quake Because yeah, when he the, just
1: like goes like that into the end zone, jumps
0: backwards into the end zone, <laughs> like as a big fuck you to the entire Saints defense who he's just run through. like, Yeah, you're magic right.
1: And everyone remembers Juju, don't they? Every one of his celebrations, little dons he does, they all go viral, whether we like them or not. It works. Publicity.
0: I swear, God, if one of you had picked Juju, I'd have stormed out of the street. <laughs> uh, I should have picked Juju. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, yeah, celebrations jo- and like... play calls. Yeah, celebrations and play calls. Mm. Oh, who do
2: we think Joe would have picked then? Marlon followed by... Uh,
1: Derek Henry,
2: Derek Henry, Mar- Marlon Humphrey, That's L.J.
1: Right. Ford.
2: <laughs> Probably would have forgotten. him. <laughs> no, I don't, don't Humphrey, think. Yet. I don't think L.J. Ford's an all-pro. I just think it's surprising how really good he was. <laughs> Mark Andrews, he's in straight away. Might oh, yeah, yeah. Mark yeah. Andrews is in. Yeah, Mark Andrews actually wouldn't be a bad pick to be fair.
1: No, it wouldn't. Like we we make we make fun of his um him being a bit of a Ravens homeboy, but. Mark Andrews would genuinely be a solid pick. Um, who else would he pick? Who else would he go? Who
2: was that, that linebacker they picked last year? Uh,
0: Patrick, Patrick
2: Queen. Queen. No, he hates Patrick Queen. He doesn't like that, Patrick Queen.
1: Does, does he? He spends yeah. so much time slandering Patrick Queen, he just doesn't I thought he was to.
2: still kind of sold on the potential, but sure I think he might be, but he, I don't, he definitely wouldn't pick him as one of his no first chance. five.
1: He loves a bit of Chase Claypool as well, because he picks him off the waiver wire in MR fancy League Chase. this year.
0: He gets very yeah. attached to his fantasy players,
1: does Joe? It's because it's because basically you're doing shit in fantasy, so you got the chance to pick Claypool. <laughs>
2: Reid turned his year around. I don't know. I yeah, think he, he likes did. Claypool. I think it would have been hard. I think it would have been a reach to pick him in the top six players. He does yeah. like he does
1: like his big body receivers, though, doesn't he, old Joe?
2: I think he'd probably go AJ Brown before he go Claypool.
1: Yeah, that's true. He would. He likes AJ Brown, Pittman. That sort of style of receiver, just a big, big dude big, on the outside.
2: Big boys, yeah. I suppose Chase Young didn't get picked. He might have taken him, but I don't know if he would have. It's so Again, you, you, there's not a lot of sample size to go on. I mean, the sample size that we
0: do have is pretty dominant and scary stuff, but want a bigger sample.
1: Yeah. yeah, I prefer TJ Watt, personally, at this stage in his career. I, I've no doubt that Chase Young will overtake him and maybe he take makes it the jump in his sophomore season, but still, I'd take TJ Watt in a heartbeat.
0: Fair play. No one's going to fight you about that, Stan.
1: No, I, I don't yeah, think you can. Watt's a great player is fantastic
2: all right I think I mean I know we've only been going 40 minutes but unfortunately due to the limited action there is being in the NFL at the moment we're probably going to have to call that stream a day now but yeah. thank you for listening if you didn't catch all of it it will be available still on all the channels and released as a podcast tomorrow make sure you follow all of our social medias is at the dropback on instagram Twitter and Facebook check out the dropback.com we've got articles and a whole lot more on there. So, again, that is the end of the show. I've been Sam. I've been Matt. And I've been Stan. Until next time. Goodbye.
1: The Drop Back, with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson.